You are listening to Just One Glass, episode 12, Feeling It All. Welcome to Just One Glass, a podcast for high-achieving type A millennial moms who want to explore their relationship with alcohol without judgment and without labels. I'm your host, Michelle Kapler. I'm a life coach, a successful entrepreneur multiple times over, a mother, and most importantly, a fellow human. When I took control of my negative patterns with alcohol, my entire life changed for the better. And I wholeheartedly believe that you can find the same freedom in your own life. So whether you're just getting curious about your drinking, or you're ready to dive deep, I've got you. Hi, friend, you're here. And thanks for that. I appreciate those of you who listen every week. I appreciate that sometimes taking those small, consistent actions can add up to big shifts and changes. And I'd like to think that maybe this podcast is allowing you to make a shift in believing that you can create the exact relationship you want with alcohol. That maybe it's not just possible for me, but also for you. And for those of you who are just finding me, welcome. I'm glad you're here. This week, I'm going to talk about something that's one of the foundational pieces of doing this work, something that's usually at the root of the issue for any buffering behavior that we engage in. And as we know, buffering is not just limited to alcohol use, but we can use lots of things to buffer. Overeating, overuse of social media, overworking, yes, I see you in the back with your laptop open, pornography, online shopping, and yes, overdrinking. These behaviors are defined as something we do to avoid feeling a negative emotion and that also result in a net negative effect in our lives. And that part, the part where we want to avoid feeling hard feelings, is the part that we are going to talk about today. Back when I used to drink, that was it for me. This was exactly the reason why I was drinking. I didn't want to feel anything uncomfortable. Stress, anxiety, insecurity, self-doubt, sadness, anger, confusion, overwhelm. I didn't want to feel any of it. And some of you might relate to this with using other buffering behaviors as well. Overeating because you're trying to solve for the stress you feel. Overworking because you don't want to feel anxious. Scrolling social media instead of processing the tough conversation you had with your spouse. These are all examples of how we use something external to deal with something that we are experiencing internally. So what's the problem with this, you might ask? Besides whatever net negative effect you're experiencing, and this might be different for everyone, maybe you're experiencing blood sugar or weight issues because you're overeating sugar, maybe you're missing out on time with your loved ones because you're overworking, maybe you're stuck in your relationship because you're unable to process or converse about the discomfort between the two of you because you're just always on your phone instead. Besides all of this, the reason why Drinking to solve for uncomfortable feelings is a problem is because it doesn't work. And there are a few reasons for this. Number one, uncomfortable emotions are just a part of the human experience. This is a huge spectrum of feelings that we experience as a human with a brain. And some of those feelings are really great, and some of them feel pretty terrible. But it's all just part and parcel with how we go through life. So if you're a human and if you have a brain, There will be uncomfortable feelings, no matter what circumstances you are in. We have this misconception that feelings should be good and pleasant most of the time. 
and that expectation is simply not in alignment with reality. The second reason why it doesn't work is these buffering behaviors don't actually solve for the negative emotion. Let's take anxiety, for example. Have you ever had a day when you just couldn't shake that anxious feeling in your body? For me, that was almost every day. So you have a glass or a few glasses or a bottle of wine to calm down the anxiety, to take the edge off, to unwind. And then you wake up the next day and not only is the anxiety back in full force, but it's also combined with all of the self-criticism, questioning, and general lack of self-compassion that comes with a hangover. There's the anxiety, and then there's the steady stream of questioning. Why did I drink so much? What's wrong with me? Am I an alcoholic? Do I have a problem? Why can't I drink like a normal person? Did I really say those awful things to my spouse last night? Do my kids notice how much I drink? And all the while, the anxiety is still very much there. And there's a reason for this. The anxiety is still there because it was never processed. It was never acknowledged and explored and dealt with. It was just buffered over. It's kind of like that unopened credit card statement. Just because you don't look at it doesn't mean it's not there. Accruing interest, growing. If you want the discomfort of the credit card bill to go away, then you have to at least open the envelope and take a look at what's inside. And then you can go to work to take care of it. Our negative emotions contained in our bodies are the same. If we don't open the envelope to at least acknowledge what's inside, we will be compounding the negative emotional debt load, and we can't possibly begin to process it or solve for it. Drinking to not feel is kind of like throwing your bills in the garbage and hoping they'll go away. It just doesn't work like that. So you might be thinking, okay, okay, I get it. You might even know that this is what you're doing and doing it anyway. I know that was me. It was like watching myself make decisions that I knew were not in my best interest, but at the same time having no idea how to take the first step to creating a different outcome. So you might be asking, how do I even go about changing that pattern? I know, it seems so impossible to do life in any other way. It sure did for me. So I want to give you a little tidbit to get started, even just thinking about this. I always think a definition is an excellent place to start. We will define buffering as any behavior that we do to avoid feeling emotional discomfort and that also has a net negative effect on our lives. And overdrinking falls under this category. So what are the other options for dealing with emotional discomfort? There are essentially three. We can avoid it, which is what we're doing when we overdrink. We can resist it, or we can allow it. So if we are resolving to no longer avoid our uncomfortable feelings by drinking, we need to choose one of the other two options. I want to first talk about resisting a feeling. Resisting looks a little bit like white knuckling. It often comes with thoughts like, this is terrible. I shouldn't be feeling this. I don't want to experience this. This is awful. Something has gone wrong. This isn't right. Why me? You're gritting your teeth and pushing through. There's a palpable tension in your body and in your mind. Does this sound familiar to you? I remember back before I stopped drinking, when I knew my relationship with alcohol wasn't a positive one, but I had no idea what to do about it. I would go on these 30-day cleanses, these restrictive diets where no alcohol was allowed. The entire time, I would be gritting my teeth through the experience. I would push through it. I would fantasize about when the cleanse would be over and I could reintroduce the wine. 
And this was all fueled by self-loathing and saying awful things to myself about myself. And then when the cleanse was over, I would go right back to my old habits with drinking, sometimes even more aggressively and copiously than before. It's like that beach ball analogy where you can push an inflated ball below the surface of the water and hold it there, but it takes a lot of effort and energy. You can do it for a limited time, but it's not easy. And if you let up, even a little, it has the potential to come flying back up and smacking you in the face at any time. And that's what it's like when you resist an uncomfortable emotion. And it also doesn't work, at least not sustainably. So we're left with one more option to deal with our emotional discomfort, which is to allow it, to feel it and process it. And this, my friend, is the only way to create lasting, sustainable change in our buffering habits. So what does that look like? As you can imagine, this work will look different for everyone and really is the main thing that I tend to focus on with my clients when we work together in a coaching relationship one-on-one. But to help you get started, And you can create massive shifts with simply implementing this. I'll give you the three steps for allowing emotional discomfort. Step one is find it. Step two is identify it. And step three is allow it. So to find it. When you feel an uncomfortable feeling come up and you experience an urge to drink, you want to get really curious. You want to stay in that energy of curiosity You want to become a detective in your mind to try to find this feeling in your body. And this is done best by asking questions. You want to take a moment to tune into your body and get curious and fascinated. Maybe find a quiet space. And then you can ask yourself questions like, what am I feeling right now? What sensation am I feeling exactly? Where did I feel it in my body? Does this feeling move around or stay in the same place? Is it moving quickly or slowly? Is there a color to this feeling? Is it hard or soft? Is there a temperature? Does it feel hot or cold? You can ask yourself all these questions and just explore. Try to identify some qualities to what you're experiencing, this sensation in your body. And then when you've gathered the data, you can try to identify it. And this is what we do in step two. To identify it, you want to ask yourself, if you could label this sensation in your body, what would it be? Feelings are typically one word and they describe a vibration in your body. Some of the feelings I commonly wanted to escape from with my drinking were things like anxiety, stress, overwhelm, self-doubt, confusion, sadness, frustration. So you want to identify what you're feeling. You want to give it a name. And from there, once you've identified the feeling, you can allow it. And that's step three. And this is the part where some people feel a little uncertain. So I'm going to go back to that beach ball analogy. If resisting a feeling is like pushing it under the surface of the water, allowing a feeling is like allowing the ball to float on the surface with your hand gently resting on top of it. The ball is still there, but you're allowing it to be there. So what does that look like in non-metaphorical terms? I know it may be a little unfamiliar to think about allowing emotional discomfort to be in your body, but I promise it's totally possible. When allowing emotions, we work under the assumption that nothing has gone wrong if we have emotional discomfort. And if nothing has gone wrong, there's no need to solve for it. It's simply part of the human experience. From there, we can ask ourselves, 
Would it be possible to go about my life even if I'm feeling this negative emotion? I think the answer is yes. Let's take anxiety, for example. It was a feeling that used to be in my body all the time and the reason for so much of my drinking. If I'm feeling anxious, I can still go about my life and do what I need to do. My teacher, Brooke Castillo, says it's kind of like carrying around a big purse. You just take it with you everywhere you go. I want to give you another example. Have you ever been to the dentist to have a tooth fixed? You're sitting there, knowing that the dentist is preparing to give you the injection of numbing medication, and you know it's going to be uncomfortable. But you know that if you resist it, it will make the experience far more difficult. Or if you avoid it, the problem ultimately won't get solved. So, you open your mouth, try to relax your body, you breathe, and you let the dentist do their thing. And usually, it's not as bad as we were anticipating. Nothing has gone wrong. The discomfort is just all part of the experience. If we're working with the assumption that nothing has gone wrong, when you're feeling emotional discomfort, you can just let it be there. When we're working with the assumption that it's bad to feel emotional discomfort, or that something is wrong with us if we do, that's when we resist it. And if you're allowing it to be there, you don't need to escape it. And the most magical thing about it all is that when you allow it to be there, when you fully question and process it, it usually dissipates and eventually goes away. What do you think of this? Do you want to try it out? Are you wondering how you're going to remember all of those identifying questions? I have some good news for you. I have a PDF worksheet with all of the questions that I asked today. You can print it out and use it as a worksheet, or you can use it as a writing prompt for journaling. And it's yours when you sign up for the seven-day alcohol freedom experiment. Now, you don't have to do the rest of the experiment to take a break from drinking for seven days. You can just join and download the worksheet. It's totally free. But when you're ready, I highly recommend doing the experiment yourself. You will never look at your brain the same way again. To get instant and free access to all of this, you can head over to michellecapler.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the homepage, and click the button to sign up. Or you can click the link in the show notes. And if you try this, I want to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at michellecapler and send me a note and let me know how it went. If you're ready to dive deeper, let's set up a consultation call. You tell me all about you, and I tell you all about how it works if you want to have me as your coach. To sign up, you can head over to michellecapler.com, or you can find the link in the show notes. That's going to be it for me today. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, you've got this, my friend. <laughs>